for two Kickers are extra, I give them the boot Going for two Sit back, relax while I grab me a brew Now I'm reclining while putting my time And I'm ready to go My spine is aligning And much my lineups, my bank account grows I am so rich, but knowledge is all that I'm leaving it with Ooh. Listen to this, multiple options, how far can I get? DFS Dynasty Reader, tonight I'm not finishing last I'm finishing past, any and all I am looking to last This spot is popping and I am so locked in And only opening the door when it is opportunity knocking And all of these spots keep on talking and talking So what are we talking, what kind of alignment And running it deep, even players forgotten Or caving the bottom or hitting that topping And this spot is popping, yeah this spot is popping And woo, this is the arm chair Put up your arms, yeah, sound the alarm, yeah What is going on and welcome to episode 300. It's hard to believe it's episode 300, but yes, we have finally reached that number. Uh, of course, we are live here every Wednesday and Friday night on the Going For Two Live podcast network on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. And of course, on all major podcast networks. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Ryan Searfoss. You can follow him at Foss534. What's up, Ryan? Ah, oh, man, just hyped episode 300 made it this long it's crazy man it is definitely crazy it is definitely crazy it's still it's still hard to believe that when i started this podcast way back in like 2016 that i'd still be doing it this long <laughs> it's kind of crazy Dude, right yeah definitely crazy all right our guest tonight he's been on the show before and if you watch the going for two live network you probably already know him he is the host of the fancy cheat sheet right here on the going for two live network you can also find him on the rum boys fancy network mike hicks on twitter he is at drop the mic ff what's up mike not much thanks for having me guys and well i couldn't believe it was when i found out it was the 300th episode i was like oh great don't mess us up but <laughs> glad to be here and talk some I, football i mean you already had issues logging in I'm sure I'm going to have internet issues tonight. If yep. it doesn't happen, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just how it goes. It's just how it goes just on the show. All right. Uh, some quick housekeeping before I uh, before we get into the show. Um, so there won't be a show uh, next week. This is actually me and Ryan's last show of the season. Uh, we won't pick up again until January. Uh, but in two weeks, we're having our annual holiday special show where all the Going for Two hosts are going to come on. You know, we're going to do some trivia. We got some fun mock drafts to do, some holiday mock drafts. We're all going to be, you know, having our favorite beverage and just having a good old time. So that's on the 21st, uh, same time as this show, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you check that out. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I feel bad for everybody that I've come for trivia this year because obviously <laughs> I want to win. Yeah, so you weren't you weren't here the last couple of years, Ryan. So you, you, you weren't I've able to I've play. Never done the, I've never done the Christmas show. Yep, and yep. Yeah. My team was the my team how... was the losing team last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all did lose last year. I forget. Uh, was it? Um, it was. I think it was Fancy Barbecue. His team, his team crushed it. I think. If yeah, I it was it. Eric. Was the one that crushed it. Yeah. Eric was on fire. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, let's go ahead and get to uh, Bleep You Wednesday. Hey, you know what? Fuck you. All right, Mike, you're the guest here, so you get to go first. Give us your bleep you of the week. So I brought this up a little bit last night on the show, my show last night, but then when I re-looked at my fantasy matchups, I realized Alvin Kamara killed me. Bleep you, Alvin Kamara, all year. Every single time I thought you were going to do good, you didn't. You ended up not performing. At all. Even with, <laughs> I mean, with 59% tar- uh, snap share, he still had like, 2.1 or 2.4 yards per carry. 
It's like they don't even want him to succeed. To me, Dennis Allen needs to bench Andy Dalton and put Jameis Winston in. But personally, I don't even know if Dennis Allen thinks he's a really head coach, and he's probably going to be a coordinator somewhere in two years. <laughs> So yeah. bleep Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he's been brutal. I got him in a few of my leagues as well, and he's been brutal for a couple of weeks now. But he's one of those players that you have to start, right? Like, unless you've got somebody really good on your bench, you're playing them. You just know that it's not going to be good. Um, but, yeah, definitely a good bleep you there. Ryan, what you got? Well, I was actually not going to do a bleep you and say, hey, Jeff, thanks for bringing me on the show. I'm... It's been awesome to be here for 300 episodes. I was going to say something really nice. And then I remembered that I'm in this league. It's called it's an Infinity Stone League where you have to get it's like Thanos get the Infinity Stones. Right. And I had two two losses and I was the only team in contention. You get you get one. So my nephew goes Donovan Smith for that fucking holding call on Chris God that took away Chris Godwin's touchdown at the end of the game. I lost by 1.6 points. Ouch. Because of that holding call. Donovan Smith, if I ever meet you, I'm going to kick you right in the wiener. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the first time on this show, Ryan, we have the exact same bleep you. Because Godwin, (laughs) that holding call also screwed me in my work league. Uh, When he had that touchdown, I I jumped up like, yes, I got it. And then they called the holding penalty. And I'm like, are you got to be kidding me? Um, But yeah, I had the exact same bleep you on that one. The holding call killed my my lineup there in my work league. So now I I won't get the first round by this, this time. So... Uh, kind of sucked. All right, let's get to the news and notes. News and notes from around the league. News and notes, as always, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, not only do they offer best ball leagues, but they have pick'em contests, which you can pick win up to twenty times your money. Uh, no head-to-heads, no lineups to set. You don't need to beat twenty thousand lineups. Uh, you, all you gotta do is simply pick higher or lower on the five-player props uh, for a chance to win. Get the Underdog app for iOS or Android. Use our promo code GF two. Get a deposit match up to $100. They have player props for NFL, NBA, NHL, and the World Cup. Uh, again, the promo code is GF2. Get the app, use the code, place bets, and win money. It's that easy. All right, not a ton of news and notes really to talk about here. Uh, but the first one here I wanted to bring up to you, Ryan, is uh, Cam Akers played his highest snap percentage he's played all season at 72% of snaps. He had uh, he had two touchdowns. Uh, didn't do much as far as yardage goes, but he had those two touchdowns. What do you feel about Cam Makers going forward? You think this is a trend that can continue? I mean, it's like he hasn't been getting a lot of snaps because he wasn't fully healthy and we weren't patient. Um, yes, this seems really bad. I don't expect him to do well this year because, especially that Stafford, man, they're going to be hot garbage. But if he's getting reps and getting healthy, I think it's a good sign for next year. Yeah, that's a good call. And and uh, Breed Love Gaming pointed out he's actually in that work league. Uh, pointed out that the uh, I didn't get the Godwin touchdown, but then the the Rashad White touchdown took my DraftKings lineup to first place, and I won fifty bucks on a one dollar entry. So I I still made out on that, but uh, I would have liked to get that Godwin touchdown as well. Uh, Mike Cam Makers, man, what are your thoughts on Cam Makers here? I can't stand this running back core all year because every single time I think I got it figured out. Sean McVay tells me, no, you don't. I'm going to go the other way. I think Cam Akers is going to be the guy for the rest of the year, but that's not saying much because I don't think we really know what Kyron Williams is and Henderson's gone. Not so right. do they, re- do they really have another, do they really have any other options? Right. I mean, but, why, but the real question is why is Henderson gone? Because they believed in somebody else. If you didn't believe in somebody, why would you get rid of Henderson? Yeah. 
I agree with you there, Ryan. That's for sure. The question is, did they did they believe in Williams and he didn't show it, or did they believe in Acres and Acres wasn't healthy? We'll find out. Williams isn't good. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I've been holding on to Cam Akers in one of my dynasty leagues all season because what am I going to do with him? I drafted him as a rookie, and you know I'm hoping that this is a thing, a sign of things to come. But you know Baker Mayfield's there now, and that offense just looked terrible all year. So I don't know if I'm ever going to feel comfortable putting him in look my lineup. <laughs> yeah, it's going to look worse. Exactly. So uh, this season is probably a lost season. Maybe next year he can kind of have a bounce back year. We'll see. All right, this next one here, Mike. I'll go to you first on this one. Uh, so. Packers GM uh, suggested that it could be in the discussion to have Jordan Love starting a few games at the end of the season here. Obviously, Packers not in playoff contention, really. Uh, you know, they got this guy, Jordan Love, behind uh, Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that they play him? And uh, do you think he actually does anything that can actually get you excited for next year? I don't know if they play him, but I 100% think they should. I personally don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be there next year. And if you don't, go out and see what you have. You're not going to know if you have, if Jordan Love can play or not. He came in in the Philly game, did a little bit, but personally, I was saying that a couple weeks ago, I was saying that as soon as the bye week was over, which is this, you know, this week is their bye. If they were out of the hunt, that they should just bench Rogers the rest of the year. His thumb isn't healthy. His hand still isn't healed. Bench Rogers, let Love get his work in for the rest of the season. See what can happen. At worst, what's going to happen is you're going to get a better pick and let that play out. So for the future, you can see if love, if you think love can do it. If not, you'll have to go a different direction and get a fill in because I don't think they're going to draft one. They can barely draft offensive players as it is. <laughs> yeah. So I think they'll get a fill in, you know, who knows. But personally, I think love, I don't know if love's the answer, but for them to find out, they have to play him soon. Yeah, I agree 100%. They got to play him somehow, some way. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will be salty sitting on the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I think they got to figure out if they're, you know, they're thinking of their future. They got to put Jordan Love in there and see what they have. What, do, what are your thoughts, Ryan, on Jordan Love? Uh, I think give him a chance. I mean, do you, is Rodgers actually going to be happy playing on this team right now? No. With how bad it is. He's just going to be miserable and start breaking everything down. I think they should just let Jordan Love do it. Let Rodgers sit up in the press box and relax. And if. Loves the answer. Move on, even though you can't because of his uh, contract. But it's the, might as well. Like you're five and seven or, or five and eight right now. Yeah. And you're. I mean, the Falcons and Lions are ahead of you in the wild card. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. That is brutal. Um. All right. We got one last note here. Uh. We're gonna stick with the quarterbacks. And uh. Ryan, this is your boy. He's got a uh. Lamar Jackson's got a sprained PCL. He'll be out for a few weeks here. Obviously, we got playoffs starting for us for fancy playoffs starting next week uh what are you doing with tyler huntley and what do you think happens to guys like mark andrews and anybody else that's relevant in fantasy on that team i mean mark andrews really only one is a pass catcher right now who's been relevant but hop it up but um i think if you're super flex huntley's a startable option he because of his rushing upside though he should be fine there but last year if you look at andrews man uh, his stats with uh, Huntley quarterback, 87 yards a game, 0.6 touchdowns a game. And he was averaging 9.7 targets a game with Huntley. Yeah, I want to say he, he was he better with Huntley. Him. He was better with Huntley than he was with Jackson. Yeah, he got the ball more with Huntley than Jackson. So 
he had that run like fantasy playoffs last year where he, it was back to back games, 115 yards and a touchdown and 136 and two touchdowns. And the Ravens' schedule isn't is one of the easiest in the leagues coming up right now. So he might be all right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Ryan's internet's lagging pretty hard there, so it's it's hard to it's, it's, it's hard to tell when you're when you're done talking because it's not matching your mouth. <laughs> uh, Mike, what are your thoughts here on Lamar Jackson and this offense in general, and what are you doing with Huntley if you have him or if you pick them up on waivers? So the first thing I want to say is in a super flex league, my I had quarterback this quarterbacks I started this week, Jimmy Garoppolo and Lamar Jackson. Ouch. So I ended up with negative one point um, out of my two QBs. That was not good. But to get to just Lamar, I agree with Ryan. I think Andrews is the only pass-catching guy. I don't know if I'm playing Huntley, but, I mean, to me, it's all about that running game. And uh, Andrews Andrews was better. I mean, I remember – I didn't know the exact stats like Ryan brought up, but I remember him being better last year with Huntley. And other than that, I don't know if I want any other pass catching guys. I started Demarcus Robinson in a couple of leagues last week, and I'm not doing it this week. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that 100. <laughs> percent Um But yeah, I actually like Huntley. I actually added him in one of my dynasty leagues too, because I'm not mistaken. I think he's a restricted free agent next year. Um, I don't know if he gets. I think it's, restricted means that basically he can sign somewhere else, and then Ravens can match that offer, right? Match it. Yeah. So yeah. If if someone gives him a starting contract, I don't see Ravens matching that contract. He could be somewhere else next year starting for a team. And I think he actually looks pretty I mean, good. And if Lamar doesn't re-sign with Baltimore, he might be their only option. Yeah, good call. Yeah, absolutely. Which is not ideal. All right, let's get to our next segment here. I need to get a drop for this segment, uh, but it's, it's Would You Rather. We've done this a couple times this year. This is going to be a Would You Rather Week 14 edition. So basically, who are you playing here? Uh, I'm going to give you a name. I'll start with you, Mike. Actually, we're just going to go round robin. We'll just go real quick fire. I'm going to give you the name and then start reeling off the name. Do you tell me which one you prefer? So we're going to go with Tyler Huntley right off the bat here. Would you rather Tyler Huntley, who plays Pittsburgh this week, or Mike White? Who are you going with, Mike? Mike White. Mike White. Ryan? No, I'm going to go Huntley just because of the rushing. Yeah, I think I'm going Huntley's too with the the rushing. What about Daniel Jones versus Philly, Mike? Huntley. Huntley. Huntley for me as well. Ryan Tannehill. No one respects Daniel Jones. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> no one. Well, it gets, and Philly's a bad matchup too. Not only that, it's a bad matchup. It is. Ryan Tannehill at Jackson or versus Jacksonville, Mike. Okay, this is a tough one for me because he gets those sneaky points, but I was not high on him this year at all and i know it's jacksonville give me huntley ryan yep same huntley huntley for me as well these last two these last two will be interesting just from you're really matching up against some real poopers (laughs) i I looked at at rankings and basically these are the guys all in that same little area right there uh this next one (laughs) russell wilson versus kansas city there mike who are you taking huntley or russell wilson (laughs) (laughs) give me huntley my defense isn't great but give me huntley yeah you taking Huntley too, Ryan? Yeah, it feels wrong. Like it does. It does on, wrong. on paper, Rush should dominate. On paper, Rush should throw the ball forty times. Yep. But they don't do that. Nope. And they're idiots. Not I, at I, all. I, I'm not picking Russ for anything. 
Let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's ride off in the sunset yeah, and just put brutal. me out of the pasture if it comes to having to start him. Brutal. Do y'all see that stat that if they had scored 18 points a game this year, they would be like 10 and 2? They score eighteen points yeah. in every game. They'd be ten and two. That's crazy. And last um, year, and last year, Drew Locke averaged twenty point one. <laughs> yeah, I'm it. pretty sure that um, whoever did the videos that Russell Wilson still has more bathrooms in his house than he's thrown touchdowns this year. <laughs> yeah, I did see that too. Yeah, someone. On I think, I'm pretty sure that's that's still live and going. Yep. Someone on Twitter yeah, started is. that. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. He still he still he still needs four more touchdowns yep. to match yeah. that. <laughs> All right, last one here. Would you rather Tyler Huntley or Tom Brady going up against San Francisco, Mike? Oh, this is... He pulls it off somehow. I'm taking Tom. Tom Brady. What about you, Ryan? I'm taking Huntley just because of the fact I think San Francisco is going to slow this game down so much. And they're just going to run the ball into oblivion on them. That's what I hope they're doing, and I, I'm also going to go with uh, I'm going to go Huntley here as well. I think that rushing upside. I think he had a game last year, and at least in my scoring leagues, he had 39 points in one of the games last year. That's insane. Jeez. Oh yeah, he went crazy last year. Yep, he did. All right, would you rather? This is a Najee Harris edition. He's playing against Baltimore. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, would you rather, Mike? Well, actually, we'll go the other way, Ryan. We'll go to you first. Would you rather Najee Harris versus Baltimore or James Conner, who has the Patriots? Who? That's tough. But I'm probably going to get James Conner. Going to Conner. Their role involved in the passing game, dude. In Baltimore's run defense, since they got Roquan. Nobody's done anything. Like, it's there might not be a better run defense in the league right now. And the Patriots are the closest thing. Good stuff. Mike, what you got? Najee Harris, James Conner. James Conner. All right. I'm going James Conner as well. Najee Harris or Jeff Wilson, Ryan? They have have the Chargers this week. I'm going to Najee. Mike? I, I, I I, I can't get on board with him yet. So I'm going Najee for the simple fact that I don't know if it's going to be Jeff Wilson or freaking Mostert. Yeah. And Najee will at least catch passes. Yeah, I was going Najee Harris as well for the same reason Mike said, because last week they only had seven carries all game, but I think six of them went to Mostert. So I, I think uh, it's a little bit weird there. So I'm going to go with Na- uh, Najee on this one. Uh, Ryan, Najee Harris or Rashad White also versus the 49ers? Oof. Um, probably Najee. Mike, Najee, but I don't like this at all. Yeah, no, I don't like that it's close. Yeah, it's very close because I do like Rashad White a lot. I think one of our bold predictions at the midseason show was that Najee or Rashad White would be one of those guys that you would want on your team going into the fancy playoffs. Uh, but I think I'm going Najee here as well. Here's another tough one: Najee Harris or Damian Pierce, who has Dallas. He's at Dallas this week, Ryan. Oof, I think I'm going to Pierce. He at least know he's going to get fed no matter what. Fair enough. Mike, what you got? Damian Pierce, and I just love the fact that they put freaking Mills back in after only one game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell me you don't know what you're doing in this organization without telling me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, last one here with Najee Harris. Najee Harris or Jamal Williams, who's playing at home versus Minnesota? Touchdown machine. (laughs) The touchdown vulture, baby. Yeah, yeah. Touchdown I, I, vulture. I love, I love a great touchdown vulture. Like <laughs> yeah. he is, 
He might be the best all-time vaulter I've ever remembered because he's leading. He's like almost leading the league in touchdowns. No, what's the name for the Patriots a few years back? Um, uh, Laguerre Blunt. Laguerre Blunt. Yeah, he had like eighteen. With like, he had like close to twenty. Yep. But it, Jamal Williams is damn close, and it, it's great. Agreed. Agreed. All right, let's do one more here. We'll do a uh, wide receiver. Uh, would you rather Debo Samuel as he's playing Tampa Bay? Uh, so Debo Samuel or his teammate Brandon Ayuk? We'll go to you first, Mike. Uh, because Brock Purdy is the quarterback, I think they're going to use Debo more than if if this was Jimmy G. I'd be saying Ayuk, but I'm saying Debo. All right, Ryan. Yeah, I like that. I think they'll find ways to just get him the ball in space. Agreed. I'm going Debo as well. Uh, Zay Jones at Tennessee, who's surprisingly getting double-digit targets over the last couple of games. What you going with there, Mike? Debo. Ryan. Debo. Debo. Uh, Jerry Judy versus the Chiefs, Mike. Even though it's my team, I have been fooled one too many times with Jerry Judy this year. Give me Debo. Debo. Ryan? Yeah, Debo. I'm not. Judy's too inconsistent right now. Agreed. Uh, See, I'm going Debo as well there. Debo or Michael Gallup, who has Houston. He just had two touchdowns in his last game. Mike. I think this is closer than. Give me Gallup. Um, yeah, give me Gallup. I think I'm going Gallup as well because I mean that that Bucks defense is still pretty good. Houston is is that's that the problem. Bad. Yeah, the thing is, if I had to start one, like and it was on my fantasy team, I'm not benching Debo for him. Yeah, it is. That is <laughs> like I, I like I'm gonna say it on the show, but in reality, when it comes to me setting my lineup, it's gonna be Debo. Yeah, and I can't lie about it. All right. I want it to be the opposite, but yeah. Agreed. All right, last one here. Debo uh, or Josh Palmer, who has Miami, Mike? Um, give me Debo. Well, Josh Palmer's the best we can come up with. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel well, disrespectful about I feel like he should just never watch a show again after that. <laughs> Debo just hasn't Debo, been good. He hasn't De- been good De- lately. But Debo's a big fan of the show, so yeah. he'll come back. <laughs> He's one of our biggest fans. Good stuff. All right, that is Would You Rather, the Week 14 edition. Uh, real quick, I wanted to promo uh, our PLPs. If you haven't heard of PLPs, uh, Personal League Podcast. So we've done these for the last two years. Uh, in the past, we've done them as all audio. Basically, we break down your league. It says all your league information, uh, rosters, and we'll go through and break them down uh, team by team, and we'll rank them uh, from worst to first. This will be the first year that we're actually going to do a live video. Um, so definitely keep keep your eye out for that uh, for at goingfor2.com. We'll be uh, I'll be putting promos out for that, um, and we're gonna have the shows basically scheduled as a regular podcast, and we'll break down your league for one hour. Um, so you can tune in, you can comment on the show exactly as you know as we're doing it. So uh, check that out uh, again. PLPs you can also, you can check it out right now. You do goingfor2.com uh, backslash uh, league pod. Um, if you want to sign up for one, go ahead and do that. All right, let's get to our pickup prop bets of the week. Going for two live and playpickup.com present the pickup props of the week. Of the week. All right, so this will be our last uh, pickup prop bet of the year. Um, as you didn't already know, we have a Discord channel. We post these uh, prop bets uh, courtesy of playpickup.com uh, in the Discord channel where you can vote on them. 
And we'll go to this first one here, Mike. Uh, Chris Godwin versus Debo. Who has more receiving yards in week 14? So, I, like I mentioned earlier, I think the Niners are going to get Debo more involved, but I think it's going to be getting him in space, running, and uh, receiving. Receiving yards, give me Chris Godwin. All right, I like it. What about you, Ryan? Where are you going with this one? Yeah, I'm going with Godwin. He's in more consistent. He's back to back games, 13 targets, a team shy last week. And I think he still has it. I agree. I'm going uh, going Godwin as well because I, I think Mike is right. I think they use Debo a little bit more in the running game. Um, and I, I think they'll probably put him in the past in the screen game as well. But uh, I don't think he puts up any gaudy numbers. And I think Chris Godwin has the ability to do that, especially because uh, if you haven't noticed over the last couple of weeks, the slot guys have been killing my 49ers. They put D Hop in the slot. He killed us with like 11 or 12 catches. Uh, first play of the game last week, you know, Trent Sherfield went to the house from the slot. Uh, and that Tyreek Hill touchdown, also, I think he started from the slot as well. So the slot's been killing us. So Godwin plays in the slot a lot. Uh, so I'm going with Godwin as well. Uh, all right. Um, Tua Tungle-Vailoa versus uh, Justin uh, Herbert here. More passing yards in week 14. Who are you going with, Mike? Give me Justin Herbert on this one. I think Tua's going to have a decent game, but I think the Chargers are going to have to pass the ball to win this game. And I think a lot of it, some of it's going to be the Eckler. Uh, I mean, I was wrong on Eckler being a top wide uh, running back this year. They're using him in the passing game, running game. I think they're going to give him the ball in space and get it to whatever wide receiver is healthy. Give me Herbert. I like it. What about you, Ryan, here? Yeah, I'm going with Herbert just on pure volume, man. He's at second most pass attempts in the league at 5'10". He's blowing it away. That's what they do. Yep. I'm going Herbert as well because I think uh, the Chargers defense is really is decent against the pass, terrible against the run. So I do think Miami will run the ball a little bit more, kind of skew those those numbers. So I think Herbert is the one that ends up with more passing yards. So agreed. Uh, and just so I can tell you what the Discord, the Discord voted on Godwin at 79%. Uh, they voted on Herbert at a 58% clip. And the last one here, I'll go to you first, Ryan. Who will lead the Texans and Cowboys game in rushing in Week 14? Your options are Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, Damian Pierce, or other. It's gonna be Zeke. Like, no matter, it's gross, and I hate it. But let's be real. He gets fed. He's getting more. He got more carries, more efficient last week. They love Zeke, no matter what. There, it's gonna be Zeke. All right, what you got, Mike? Pollard, Zeke, or Pierce? Zeke will get the touchdowns. Pollard will get the yards. That's the way I'm going to, Mike. I think Pollard gets the yards. Zeke gets the touchdowns. And the Discord agrees at a 77% clip going towards Pollard. Um, but I could see Zeke. You know, they, they seem to love Zeke there. He looked really good last week, you know, for the first time, I think, in a while. He actually yeah. looked explosive <laughs> for once. Last two weeks, 16 and 17 taps. Yeah. 92 and 77 yards. This is rushing. It's not rushing and receiving. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. He's yeah. definitely still getting the volume. And like I said, he looked good last week. He looked explosive last week, something that I hadn't seen from him really in, since, you know, two years ago. All right, so we are going to do a 2022 Rookie Dynasty Draft redo with what we know now. Um, we know that we don't always get everything right, so we're going to go back and look at it. This will be a super flex PPR league. Um, and we're not team building, so just best player available, whatever you think when you Thank get to God. your pick. 
Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, hit that off here. Attention, everyone. Let's mock draft. All right, Mike, you are the guest here, so you get to go first here. Who do you have as your 101? I think I know who you want me to take, and I am taking him because I think the guy you want is going to be next. Give me Brees Hall. Brees Hall. So Brees Hall stays at one for you? Yeah. All right, Ryan? I am actually very, very torn, and I think I'm going to surprise and go Garrett Wilson. I think he's budding wide receiver superstar, man. Like last week, we really saw him start to get that heavy volume and what he can do with 162 yards when he got that heavy 15 targets. Say we improve on that quarterback situation next year, he's blowing up. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, so I'm up at the 103, and there's two guys I'm torn on here. And it's a matter of whether I want to go with running back or receiver. So it would probably depend on my team at this point. Uh, but I will team take... Team building doesn't matter, Jeff. Yeah, t- yeah, you're right. Team building doesn't matter. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the guy that, uh, that I loved you know, coming into the season last year. I think I had him as my wide receiver three behind Wilson and Jamison Williams. Uh, I'm going Chris Olave. I think Chris Olave is also a budding superstar as well. Uh, I talked a lot about his separation in college and how he was one of the league leaders in, in that, and he's continued to do that in the NFL as well. So Chris Olave for me at the 103. And, Mike, I saw you kind of snap your fingers, a little bit pissed that I took Chris Olave there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to do it. Give me Ken Walker. I like it. I like it. So let me, let me ask you, Mike, coming into the draft last year, uh, where did you have Walker ranked as far as overall? Did you have him as the, as as one hundred two, or did you have him lower than that? I had him. I had Wilson at one hundred two. Okay, fair enough. Ryan, and you that got... was partly because Ryan talked me into it. <laughs> Gary Wilson. Gary Wilson yeah. is a good choice. Yeah, Walker <laughs> was my top running back. So. Yep. All right, Ryan, you got the one hundred five. Well, I was really hoping one hundred two fall, but uh, I am rolling the dice here, and I'm going Jameson Williams. I believe in the talent. I knew he was going to miss time. I drafted him beginning of the season knowing this. I still know it now. He's almost back. That offense has been really, really good, and he brings something very special to the table. I believe in the talent there, so I'm taking him over anybody else. I like it. I would have probably gone him him there as well. I, I also took Jamison Williams in a lot of my leagues, too, knowing that he wouldn't play probably all year. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Williams' talent for sure, and that offense actually looks pretty good. All right, so I'm up here at the 106, um, and there are a few receivers here on the board. A few that probably weren't expected to be at this at this uh, this high, you know, before the season started. But I'm going to take the guy that's attached to a very young quarterback in in a franchise that's always been very steady. Uh, this will be their first losing season in like a decade. I'm going to take Mr. George Pickens. Uh, I think him and uh, his quarterback can uh, can sort of grow together, and I think Pickens is going to be a beast eventually. So give me George Pickens here at the 106. Mike, you got the 107. Yeah, and I am going to take a wide receiver that I think is going to be a budding superstar. He's got He's the number two on his team right now, number three maybe, but he'll end up being the two for sure. Give me Dotson. I like it. I like that because I, I, Dotson's been hurt and people have kind of forgotten about him, but he showed up this past week and that spin move on that touchdown to tie the game was just ridiculous. It was beautiful. It was so sick. All right, Ryan, you got the 108. 
Uh, go Drake London. I know the production hasn't really been there. He's kind of underperformed, but this whole offense is just an absolute shit show. And at this point, a lot there's gonna be a lot of changing parts on it where it improves for him. And the talent's there. There's no way that we are taking him. He was going as early as he was, especially in the actual real NFL draft of that draft capital, and him not being a part of the plan in the future. I think it's just a case of showing patience. Good stuff. I like that choice there. Um, this next guy is one of the guys I alluded to earlier that probably wasn't expected to be uh, you know, thought of as a, a high first-round pick, but I almost took him there at the 106, and now that he's here at the 109, I will definitely take him. Uh, the word bust was thrown around with this guy for the first half of the season, and even a I think it was a third or fourth-round rookie receiver was sort of uh, hyped up over him. I'm going Christian Watson because, oh, my God, has he been a beast lately or what? I mean, this guy is scoring from all ways. I mean, he's 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 just been absolutely phenomenal. So give me uh, Christian Watson here at the 109. Mike, you got the 110. All right. So I'm a little leery of this guy. I like him this year, but he got, I believe it was third round draft capital. Um, I might be wrong, but down in Houston, give me Damian Pierce. I thought about him. That's definitely a good call there. Yeah, this is going to be mine. All right, Ryan, you got the uh, the 111 here. Um, I'm taking Rashad White. I love what we're seeing out of him, and his involvement the last two weeks in the passing games with nine and eight targets, and then getting not, we saw a couple weeks before that, getting the rushing times when he had a whole full workload. He is putting up consistent RB2 numbers right now, and... That's with a makeshift offensive line in Tampa. A lot, I know it can go bad with Brady leaving, but it can also get better. Yeah, I like it. I like Rashad White a lot. Uh, I think I have him. I think he's my most owned rookie across my dynasty league. So I took him everywhere. I have a lot, I have a lot of Rashad White. I think it's because of you that I liked him so much. I took him everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he was an RB3. Yep. All right, I'm here at the 112. Um, and another guy that the bust tag was kind of thrown around here for the first half of the season. He's kind of come along. Uh, unfortunately, got knocked out of the game last week after catching a touchdown pass. Uh, I'm going Traylon Burks at the 112. I think it's tremendous value. I think he's got a nice future ahead of him. He's definitely proved me wrong because I was not high on him coming into the season. I was not taking him anywhere, and I didn't draft him anywhere. Uh, but I like what I've seen so far. So I'm taking Burks here at the 112. Mike, we're back to you at the, in the, at the 201 here. I'm going to pull the trigger. Give me two gloves himself. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I like it. Super flex draft. It's a 201. Get Pickett. That's definitely uh, definitely a good pick. I like that. And he's, and he's looked good. I mean, he looked like he's progressing. Like, he, you know, he struggled in the early on, but the last few games, you can tell he's definitely learning. Uh, I think he's getting better each game. That's all you really want from a rookie. So I think he's got a and bright I think like everyone, Yeah, and I think like everyone said, I think he went to the perfect situation having that organization if he would have gone to a team like houston yeah oh god yep agreed <laughs> ryan's like damn it i gotta watch him for the next 10 years and, and <laughs> nah i'm okay with it i think i think he can live mediocrity and i'm fine with <laughs> all right ryan you got the 202 here i'm uh, taking brian robinson man they're they, he's been a horse since he back they rushed him back from his gunshot and like immediately put him into action which means they view him as a part of the future. He's really talented. He plays the kind of football that Washington likes. I think he'll be a mainstay in that offense for a while. 
I like it. Yeah, he's definitely uh he's definitely he's been one of the guys, the catalyst of that team turning it turning it around their season. Uh, I know they yeah. had a, they've had a bunch of things kind of go right for them, but I think he's definitely been one of those guys that uh, you know a good feel good feel good story as well. All right, I'm up at the 203 here, uh, and I think my choice is pretty clear. Um, this is the guy we expected a lot from this season. Unfortunately, that offense with the aging quarterback wasn't what we thought it was going to be. Uh, but Alec Pierce has shown some flashes. Um, he's has been he's been pretty good in a bad on a bad team, and I think he definitely can play a, a second fiddle to Michael Pittman. So give me Alec Pierce here at the uh, 203. Mike, you're at the 204. I just want to say I don't like you for that pick because I had that queued up. Um, I think that's I agree with you 100%. I am going to go. When you get down here, you get a little. We can take wild cards or however you want to call it. Yep. I am going to go a little personal preference on this one. Give me Trey McBride. Oh, I thought you were going to go with uh, with your boy there in Kansas City. <laughs> Not yet. So you, you like Trey McBride, even though we haven't seen too much of him so far this year? Yeah, I think there's, I think it's the whole tight end isn't going to, I mean, how many times do we see tight ends, you know, first year, you got to wait two or three. If I'm going dynasty, I'm willing to, willing to have wait. him on my team. And yeah, I like it. All right, Ryan, you got the 205. I mean, you left me the three best rookie tight ends, which is really, really cool of you. <laughs> Taking the fourth, that's the line, but I really appreciate that. But I am taking your boy from Kansas City. I'm taking Pachenko. He's showing he's a part of that offense, and I think the longer he's there, we can really see him niche out a role. I mean, I don't trust Kansas City running backs in general, but I think he can be a good enough piece with his playmaking ability where he's a flex starter in the future. I like it. Uh, that's who I would have gone with there as well. That's who I thought Mike was going to go with at that pick. Um, and I knew he probably wouldn't get past you, especially because Gerson mentioned in the chat there and reminded y'all about him. <laughs> no, I, I actually, ha- I just, I'm just going right down my rankings for a change. Nice, nice. All right. Not so going blind. I'm up here at the 206. Uh, and I'm going to go with a guy that has shown some great flashes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's been unable to stay healthy and finally got ruled out for the season. Uh, Mr. Wandell Robinson, somebody I wasn't very high on because of his size, but uh, he definitely proved me wrong and looked pretty good in the, the limited time that he had this year. So, I'll take Robinson here at the 206. Mike, 207. Uh, give me James Cook. Give me James Cook. That's who I was in the movie. Yeah, I was torn against between him and uh, Wandell was was him and Cook. I like that pick. Ryan, you got the 208 here. Yeah, he he just messed me up. That was who I was going to (laughs) take. Um... Yeah, I don't care. I'm just doing it because I love the town I've seen. I don't know when we're going to fully see him unleashed, but I love what I've seen out of Isaiah Likely in the flashes. And being Baltimore hasn't thrown a touchdown to a wide receiver since week three, RIP. Um, tight ends is a big part of that offense. I think Isaiah Likely is, gonna, is slowly weaving way in, even with Andrews there. I like it. That's probably what I would have gone with as well. And I'm going to actually stick with the tight ends too. And there's two tight ends. What I like here on the board at the 209, uh, I'm going to take the one that's currently supposedly playing wide receiver, according to the coaches, uh, Greg Dolchich. 
uh, right now has been he's surprised everybody. I actually added him off of the waiver wire in one of my leagues. Surprisingly, someone had dropped him because he wasn't doing anything. Obviously, he had been hurt. Uh, but yeah, he came in and you know took Alberto's job and hasn't looked back since. And he's been really good as a rookie tight end. So I'll take uh, I'll take Dolchitz here at the two hundred nine. Mike, you get the two ten. Two ten. Give me Tyler Algier. You like him? Like him in Atlanta? There, do you think he eventually works his way into a starting role? I think he can start it. I think he. I don't. I think Patterson is gonna hit that cliff, and I think Algier could be a flex play next season. I like it. All right, Ryan, you're our last pick here, so make a statement. Two eleven. Um, gosh, I have to make a statement on this. <laughs> I just, I just um, know how you do. You sometimes you make the crazy pick at the end just so you can get your guy in there. Oh, I took my guy, my last pick. Um, I'm debating a wide receiver, but the fact is, we seen Josh Jacobs is a free agent running back this year. And he's been an absolute horse there. And if he actually does leave, that leaves a huge opening. And Zamir White is a really good chance to be the next man up. Yep. Because he does have a fairly similar skill set. And I think he could really be a uh, value in this offseason. I really want to take somebody else, but that would be that would make more sense. All right. Well, who else did you want to take? I'm just curious because I got the last pick here. I just wanted to know if you're thinking of um, the way I'm thinking. I'm, I would be. I was debating Tyquan Thornton. That's a good pick too. That's not who I. I was think thinking. that I, just from what his skill, like his size, speed, combination, draft capital, that could be something in the future. Or could be a big play guy for New England. And with with their talent pool as that team, if he sneaks if he builds a role, it could really blow up for him. I like it. All right, I got the last pick here, and there's one guy that it wasn't uh, it wasn't him that I was thinking of. I'm looking at actually a receiver or a tight end, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the last tight end that I think is worthy of being drafted in the second round. I'll take Jelani Woods, uh, who's really looked good lately. He had a bad play last week where he caught and fumbled, but uh, overall he's been a big touchdown threat. And in a, as a rookie on a team that has three other tight ends, I think he's definitely shown out, and he can be a good tight end in the future. So give me Jelani Woods to round Ooh. out our second round. We forgot somebody really decent who just showed up last week in John the Knight. Oh, we did. You're right. And we also forgot I, Sky Moore. Sky Moore didn't get drafted either, I don't believe. Yeah, he was on he was on my list, but I decided to skip him. But yeah, dude, I I really like we've seen on his uh Donovan. Yeah. And then Gerson just mentioned Kate Otten, who's been showing out pretty good there as a tight end. Yeah. So that's another good tight end's actually good this year. It was. We as as bad as we poo-pooed it all season. I mean I mean all off season, it definitely came out a lot better than we thought it was gonna be. All right. We got a bunch of listener questions. Let's go ahead and jump into those. Go ahead. Ask me anything. All righty, we'll kick it off here. We'll just alternate uh, questions here. Um, I'm going to go to you first, Mike. This one's from Rick Cage on the uh, Discord. It's a uh, PPR 12 team. He wants to know who we starting this week. Is it going to be Fournette or Josh Palmer in his flex? I still think they're using Fournette enough, but it is the Niners. So that's the tough part. I'm still going Fournette. Yeah, that one is tough. I, I think Fournette is probably the safe choice for me. Um, 
if you just need points and you don't want to put up a donut, I think you go Fournette. If you need the upside, if you need like a huge game, like you look at your matchup, you're like, yeah. man, if I don't win this game, I gotta, I gotta really, you know, put the, my best foot forward. I need upside. Give me Josh Palmer. I think he's got the better opportunity to have a blow up game. So, um, but I think I'm going Fournette, you know, in a vacuum. Uh, all right, Ryan, we'll go to you. This one's from Lad ninety six. Very simple. He's got Tua or Gino. Is that for just this week? I take it. Just this week. Set? Yep. Just this week. God, that's hard. Um, because I just absolutely love Gino this year. He's been fantastic. You know, dude, Tua is going to be in a shootout with those weapons. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot more than we've seen recently. So I'm going with Tua. You know, I think it'll be pretty close. Can't go wrong either way. Yeah, I agree. I think Tua would be my pick as well. Um, all right, this is this is a, a one that Ryan actually sent in. It's not his question, but it was in one of his leagues here, Mike. So. It, this one I can't get it to load for some reason on the uh, on the show sheet on my side. I got it to load really? on it's my. On, it's on mine. Is it it's on like yours? Huge. All right, on mine for some reason it won't load. I got it come up on my on my phone, so I'll go ahead and give this to you, Mike. So here's the trade. Uh, Cheesy Mac is receiving DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts, and a twenty three third, and he's sending away CD Lamb and Greg Dolchich. Now, Ryan, I don't have this the the format here. What is it? Superflex? Is it tight end premium? Um, it's 16 team, just heavy PPR, or just PPR. PPR. No time premium. Okay. So let me repeat that, Mike. DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts, and a 23 third for CD Lamb and Greg Dolchich. What side do you take in there? Give me the CD Lamb side. CD Lamb? What about you, Ryan? I'm curious of what you thought of this trade. Uh, I think I'm leaning the CD Lamb side just because I love Lamb. I think it's fairly close. Yeah, I don't think it's too far off. I think it's a close. I think something better than that third would push it, like a higher pick. But I think it's closer than they thought it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. That's why I wanted to see it on here. I'm going the Lamb side as well. Uh, I think if you put that third round pick uh, as a second round pick on a team that's not good right now, that I think it'd be a higher second. Maybe I go the other way. That, that's a that's a late third, by the way. It's a late third. Yeah, so that definitely changes it. I mean that. Keeps it even stronger for me. CD Lamb and Dolce side for me for sure. And like you've said many times before, Ryan, the, you got the best player in that on that side with CD Lamb. You know, we we, we want it, we want Kyle Pitts to be the best player, but so far we have not seen it. So, all right, uh, we'll go to you, Ryan. On this one, this one's from uh, Palix on the Discord. Uh, Hollywood Brown or Mike Evans? This is a PPR league for this week. Uh, I'm going Mike Evans. Uh, Hollywood Brown's not 100% yet. Evans is good for his five catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown or more every week. That floor's there. So I'm going to play him. Plus, he always has that high touchdown upside. Yeah. Mike Evans is only tough because of who they're playing, but I do think that they still find a way to get it done to Mike Evans uh, in a PPR league. Mike Evans, for sure. All right, Mike. This one's from Sean. Uh, has your boy Pacheco or Damian Pierce in a PPR, which honestly for these two guys, PPR probably doesn't even matter because either one of them catch passes. <laughs> the only good thing that the Denver Broncos haven't going for them is their defense. Give me Damian Pierce. I like it. The volume is going to be there compared to Pacheco. Agreed. All right, Ryan, this one's from Charlie K. Um, he's really thinking about playoffs here and a potential that Justin Fields could potentially get hurt, who's his starting quarterback. So he wants to know who does he want as a backup, 
Derek Carr or Tom Brady? Um, I'm going to go Brady on this. I know Carr's been there, but he's inconsistent. And Tampa's going to be in that play or in that playoff run for that division. And they're just going to unleash Brady. I think they're going to be a little bit more control. They're starting to get a little healthy finally, so I'm going to him. Yeah, I think for the same reasons Brady, I think he still leads the league in pass attempts. They're not going to stop throwing the ball, so I, I think uh, that... By the way, that Hollywood Brown Mike Evans thing, I think it's a trade, not a start set, because Arizona's on by this week. Oh, good call. You're right. Good call. Because I was like, look, I was trying to find him on the schedule. I'm like, why can't I see Arizona? And I'm like, oh, no, they have a bye. Uh, if it's a trade, I'm picking Hollywood, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed, because Mike Evans is getting down yeah. to the end of his career. Yeah. All right, uh, this one is from uh, C. Sheesh, I guess, or C. Sheesh, I don't know how to Sheesh. pronounce it. Sheesh, I guess, uh, on the Discord. <laughs> Mike, uh, should I drop Sutton for one of these three players? Zonovan Knight, uh, James Cook, or Cam Akers? He says he's got a lot of good receivers already, so Sutton probably wouldn't start. Uh, would you drop Sutton for one of those three running backs? Um. Yeah, because Sutton isn't doing anything. So, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's, this is this just this is like digging into the mud. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Zonovan Knight or James Cook over Acres. I mean, and if you would have asked me that at the beginning of the year, I would have told you you're absolutely crazy. Yeah, because exactly. at the beginning of the year, no one knew who Zonovan Knight was. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'm dropping Sutton. Uh, assuming this is obviously a redraft league, and you're trying to win right now. Um, Sutton's not doing anything for you. I think he's not even healthy right now. So it's it's Knight or Cook. I, I have been that order, right? Knight, Cook, Acres. Those are the three that I would have. But Acres would be the one I kind of be. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I drop him. Maybe I don't. Yeah. All right. Last one, uh, Ryan. This one is from AC Musk. Uh, he wants to know. This is for rest of season. Uh, Jarek McKinnon or James Cook. And the caveat is he'd have to drop Kareem Hunt for one of those two guys. Oof, that's that's tough dropping Kareem Hunt. That's real tough. Um, I tried to I tried to drop something else. I don't know what else you have, but um, out of those guys, in that, I'm taking James Cook. He got twenty. He had twenty touches last week against the division rival. Yep. Like it's not like they're playing an NFC team who's bad where he's getting fed. They're playing the Patriots, which is a much win game in a tight division. Like they were what one game or two games ahead of them right there. They're playing him because it matters, and yep. I think that's a sign of things to come. Yeah, I think Cook. I would probably honestly drop Cream Hunt for Cook only because I would too. I feel bad about it. Yeah, I mean, like again, beginning of the season it would have been totally different, but uh, I think James Cook is on his way up, and Cream Hunt is basically on his way down. So, yep, I'll take Cook there. All right, let's get to our last segment of the night. Get ready for going for two dot coms. Forgotten Fantasy Player of the Week. All right, we put the pressure on Mike pre-show. We told him, you know, this is the 300th episode of this, uh, and, you know, he can't bring a guy like uh, Peyton Hillis, who's been brought No, he'll be show. banned for life. He'll be banned for life with a guy and like that. And kicked off going for two. Yeah, can't, can't be picking the low-hanging fruit here, so <laughs> you're, Mike... You're, you're, if you're going to the field goal team, that happens. We'll be field goal team. <laughs> pressure uh, is on, Mike. Who'd you got for your Forgotten Player? All right, so... When the last time I was on here a couple years ago, I went running back, going back to the running back well. But I'm also going to date myself. This guy was drafted in 2002 by the New York Jets. 
His only good year was 2005 with the Oakland Raiders. I drafted him the next year thinking he was going to do something. Lamont Jordan. Lamont Jordan. Oh. That's not who I thought. Yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't. I did not. Because see that I coming. thought Lamont, after he had that in his in 2005, he played 14 games, 272 yards or 272 carries, 1,025 yards, nine touchdowns on the ground, and two more in the air. And then I drafted him the next year, going against my whole belief of not drafting Raiders. Sorry, Gerson. And <laughs> it backfired on me because. The, in 2006, he had 114 carries in nine games for 434 yards. Jeez, that's a drop-off right there. But, yeah, Lamont Jordan, that's a name I hadn't heard in a while. And I'll try to figure out before you said anything who you were going with, and I could not think of any Jet in that time frame that I wanted. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, played three years with the Jets and then went to the Raiders. That's a good that's pull. That's a good pull. Definitely a good pull. I love it. All right, that wraps up the 300th podcast uh, that we've done here for the Armchair Fantasy Show. And again, this will be our last season-long show for the season. The DFS show will continue on Friday nights for a few more weeks. Uh, Let's go around the room real quick. Uh, Give us your Twitter handle. And if you want to plug anything, we'll go to you first, Mike. Uh, You can find me on Twitter on DropTheMikeFF. I'm still working on trying to improve on my graphics. Jeff knows that. So hit me up if you guys never need anything. Other than that, you can find me on Tuesday night at the Fantasy Cheat Sheet. We'll probably next week's going to be our last week, and then we'll take a little break for the playoffs and then come back right after the season starts. You can also find me over usually on Friday nights. Ryan's joined us a couple of times on the Run Boys Fantasy, uh, the Run Boys After Dark on Friday. Um, I don't know I if he's been on. able to wake up Saturday, but <laughs> nah, dude, I've never done. I've never done it on a night a Saturday. We have to work again. <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys, and I do it every time. Every time I work on Saturday, I swear I'm on night four, and I hate you guys for it. The next day. <laughs> no, you can hate Robbie for it, not me. But other than that, that's all I got. Yeah, if if you know, listeners out there, if y'all have ever checked out or if you have not checked out the the Rum Boys Fancy Podcast, it lasts forever. It's like a three hour, four back of four hours. Who knows? Hey, yeah, it depends what night. Yeah, <laughs> so definitely check that out. Ryan, what you got? Uh, find me on Twitter, Foss534. Uh, find me here every Wednesday night after whenever our hiatus is over. Hopefully Christmas special. Find me over at the Rookie Big Board. We're putting out Dynasty content uh, year-round. And we're gonna, me and Jeff are going to be putting out some rookie profiles here. I don't know what the name of the show is going to be this time, <laughs> but we're going to be putting out short, quick headers this year. And I'm really excited to get into rookie season because that's like where I awaken and life becomes fun and fantasy again. Yep, yep. I love the off season. I love this whole lead up to the draft thing. And I was just, I was going to plug the same exact thing. This is our last season long show for this year, but kicking it off sometime at at some point next year i think maybe january middle of january we'll start doing rookie profiles and getting into the whole uh the draft process there and thanks to everybody man who's been here for this whole time and supported us it's awesome agreed y'all are the best absolutely absolutely for everybody that shows up in the chat you know everybody that watches or listens to the podcast after the fact uh, it's been it's been a great 300 episodes uh, I never thought that, like I said, I never thought I'd, one, I never thought I'd podcast, uh, you know, ever. Uh, it would never cross my mind. And here I am podcasting twice a week now. It's it's insane to me to think that I'd be on a podcast talking as much as I do. Um, but yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, my, I have some great hosts, you know, obviously Ryan with me and Gerson and Tim on the Friday night show. Uh, been with me for a while as well. So 300 episodes is definitely special. And uh, 
Well, here here we go. The three hundred more starting uh, starting sometime next week or next next month. We'll be hitting the three oh one. So, uh, whew, it's crazy crazy to think about. All right, uh, for Ryan and for Mike, uh, I'm Jeff, and I guess we'll see y'all uh, next year. <laughs>